Good morning, friends. Welcome to God's Eagle Ministries. At God's Eagle Ministries, we are seeding the nations with God's Word, and God Himself is transforming lives through the timeless truth in His Word. Today is Friday, the uh, 10th of uh, June 2022. And I'll uh, talk that content count today is 2,220,586. Uh, and the title today is uh, in Perfection Series is Gird This With All You Have Got, or else the circle continues. So let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this morning. Thank you for yet another bright and, and, and beautiful day thank you for this new day that you've allowed us to see and we are rejoicing and are glad in it already thank you for a word in season not just for me but as many that will key okay into this audio this morning um, messages going out today i ask spirit of the living god that uh you cause it to ride upon the wings of the Spirit of, of, of God. That's what I told. Uh, reach to the four winds of the earth and uh, begin to kickstart us, your people, to be uh, the people that you've called us to be and to, to do in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I hide myself behind the cross. I ask and I present my vessel, uh, spirit, soul, and body to you. I ask that you uh, speak through me to your people, that we intend that we will be blessed after all of this is said. And as we listen to them over and over again, that your spirit will bring out nugget that we can apply to our lives in tangible ways beyond any comprehension. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So today again, Friday, uh, Perfection Series, uh, Gird Days with All. Uh, that you have got or else the circle continues and uh, i like to um if you uh, on, on, on uh, tuesday we had um, a series um on a perfect vessel and uh, well, the question was are you undergoing suffering of any kind shape and or form don't lose heart and listen to the 10 minutes uh, audio all right so let's um, yesterday uh, Thursday I was uh, just uh, uh, meditating I just took out the Bible and I just flipped open uh, to second Kings second Kings and um, I, I got ministration to take the the, the, the message from there today uh, second Kings and a few other scriptures that will follow all right so let us read second Kings and I'm reading using the message version. After Ahab died, Moab rebelled against Israel. One day, Ahaziah fell through the uh, balcony railing on the rooftop of his house in, in Samaria. Okay, I was injured. He sent messengers off to consult Baal-zebub, the god of Ekron. Am I going to recover from this accident? God's angel spoke to Elijah the Tishbite. Up on your feet, go out and meet the messenger of the king of Samaria with this word. Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are running off to consult Beelzebub, God of Ekron? There's a, a, there's, here's a message from God you've tried to bypass. You're not going to get out of that bed. You're in 
your you are in you are as good as dead already elijah declared the message and was gone the messengers went back the king said so why are you back so soon what's going on they told him a man met us and said turn around and go back to the king who sent you tell him god's message is it big uh, because there's no god in israel that you're running off to consult baal baal zebul god of ekron you needn't bother you're not going to get out of that bed you're in you're as good as dead already the king said tell me more about this man who met you and said these things to you what was he what was he like shaggy they said and wearing a leather belt he said that has to be elijah the tishbite the king sent a captain with 50 men to elijah meanwhile elijah was sitting big as life on top of a hill the captain said oh holy man king's order come down elijah answered the captain of the 50 if it's true that i am a holy man lightning strike you and your 50 men out of the blue lightning struck and incinerated the captain and his 50 the king sent another captain with uh, his 50 men oh holy man king orders come down and right now elijah answered if it's true that i'm a holy man lightning strike you and your 50 men immediately a divine lightning bolt struck and incinerated the captain and his 50 the king then sent a third captain with his 50 men for a third time the captain with his 50 approached elijah this one fell on his knees in supplication oh holy man have respect for my life souls of these 50 men twice now lightning from out of the blue was has struck and incinerated captains with their 50 men please i beg you respect my life the angel of god to elijah go ahead and don't be afraid elijah got up and went down with him to the king elijah told him god's word because you sent messengers to consult baalzebub the god of ekron as if there were no god in israel to whom you could pray you would never get out of that bed alive already you are as good as dead and he died instant exactly as god's word spoken by elijah had said because ahaziah had no son his brother joram became the next king the succession took place in the second year of the reign of jo jehoram son of jehoshaphat king of judah the rest of azar's life is recorded in the chronicles of the king of israel so um that's the first reading and we go to luke chapter and uh, 9 luke chapter 9 and i read that uh, through the message version again jesus now called the 12 and give them the uh, give them authority and power to deal with all the demons and cure diseases he commissioned them to preach the news of god's kingdom heal the sick he said don't load yourselves up with equipment keep it simple you are the equipment and no luxury inns get a modest place be content there until you leave if you're not welcome leave town don't make a scene shrug your shoulders and move on 
commissioned, they left. They traveled from town to town, telling the latest news of God's message and curing people everywhere they went. Herod the ruler heard of, of these goings on and didn't know what to think. There were, uh, there were people saying John had come back from the dead, others that Elijah had appeared, still others that some prophet of old ago had shown up. Herod said, But I killed John, took off his head. So who is this that I keep hearing about? Curious, he looked for a chance to see him in action. The apostles returned and re uh, reported on what they had done. Jesus took them away off by themselves near the town called Bethsaida. But the crowds got wind of it and followed Jesus, graciously welcomed them and talked to them about the kingdom of God. Those who uh, needed healing, he healed. As the day declined, the twelve said, Dismiss the crowd so they can go to their farms or villages around here and get a room for the night and a bite to eat. We're out in the middle of nowhere. You feed them, Jesus said. He said, We can't scrap up more than five loaves of bread and a couple of fish, unless, of course, you want us to go to town ourselves and buy food for everybody. There were more than five thousand people in the crowd but he went ahead and directed his disciples sit them down in groups of about 50 they did what he said and soon had everyone sit he took the five loaves and two fish lifted his face to heaven in prayer blessed broken gave the bread fish to the disciples to hand out to the crowd afterward the people had all eaten their fill uh, after all the people have eaten all their fill uh, Twelve baskets of leftovers were gathered up. One time, when Jesus was off praying by himself, his disciples nearby, he asked them, What are the crowds saying about me, about who I am? They said John the baptizer, others say Elijah, still others say that one of the prophets from long ago has come back. He then asked, And you, what are you saying about me? Who am I? Peter answered, the Messiah of God, the Messiah of God. Jesus then warned them to keep it quiet. They were to tell no one what Peter had said. He went on, it is necessary that the Son of Man proceed to an order of suffering, ordeal of suffering, be tried and found guilty by the religious leaders, high priests, religious scholars, be killed and on the third day be raised up alive. And he told them what they could expect for themselves. Anyone who intends to come with me has to let me lead. I repeat that again. Anyone who intends to come with me, with me, has to let me lead. You are not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I will self-sacrifice. Sorry. Follow me and I will show you how. Self-help. Is no help at all self-sacrifice is a way my way to finding yourself your true self what God what good will it do to get everything you want and lose you the real you if any of you is embar embarrassed with me and the way I'm leading you 
know that the Son of Man will be far more embarrassed with you when he arrives in all his splendor in company with the Father and the Holy Angels. This isn't this isn't you you realize pie in the sky by and by. Some who have taken their stand right here are going to see it happen. See with their own eyes the kingdom of God. About eight days after saying this, he climbed the mountain to pray, taking Peter, John, and James along. While he was in the prayer, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became blinding white. At once, two men were there talking with him. They turned out to be Moses and Elijah. And what a glorious appearance they made. They talked over his exodus, the one Jesus was about to complete in Jerusalem. Meanwhile, Peter and those with him were slumped over in sleep. When they came to rubbing their eyes, they saw Jesus in his glory and the two men standing with him. When Moses and Elijah had left, Peter said to Jesus, Master, this is a great moment. Let's build three memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He blotted this out without thinking. While he was babbling on like this, a light radiant cloud enveloped them. As they found themselves buried in the cloud, they became deeply aware of God. Then there was a voice out of the cloud. This is my son, the chosen. Listen to him. When the sound of the voice died away, they saw Jesus there alone. They were speechless, and they continued speechless, said not one thing in anyone, uh, to anyone during those days of what they had seen. And when they came down off the mountain, the next day a big crowd was there to meet them. A man called from, a man called from out of the crowd, Please, please, teacher, take a look at my son. He's my only child. Often, uh, a spirit seizes him. Suddenly, he's screaming, thrown into convulsions, his mouth foaming, and then it beats him black and blue before it leaves. I asked your disciples to deliver him, but they couldn't. Jesus said, what a generation. No sense of God. No focus to your lives. How many times do I have to go over these things? How much longer do I have to put up with with these? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon slammed him to the ground, threw him into convulsions. Jesus stepped in, ordered the vile, vile, uh, the vile spirit gone, healed the boy, and handed him back to his father. They all shook their heads in wonder, astonished at God's greatness, God's majestic greatness. While he continued to stand around exclaiming over all the things he was doing, Jesus said to his disciples, Treasure and ponder each of these next words. The Son of Man is about to be betrayed into human hands. They didn't get what he was saying. It was like he was speaking a foreign language, and they couldn't make heads or tails of it. But they were embarrassed to ask him what he meant. They started arguing over which of them would be most famous. When Jesus realized how much this mattered to them, he brought a child to his side. Whoever accepts this child as if the child were me, accepts me, he said. And whoever accepts me, accepts the one who sent me. You become great by accepting, not asserting. I repeat that. You become great by accepting, not asserting. 
Your spirit, not your size, makes the difference. Repeat that. Your spirit, not your size, makes the difference. John spoke of, Master, we saw a man using your name to expel demons, and we stopped him because he wasn't of our group. Jesus said, don't stop him. If he's not an enemy, he's an ally. When he came close to the time for his ascension, he gathered up his courage and steeled himself for the journey to Jerusalem. He sent messengers on ahead. They came to a Samaritan village to make arrangement for his hospitality. But when the Samaritans learned that his destination was Jerusalem, they refused hospitality. When the disciples James and John learned of it, they said, Master, do you want us to call a bolt of lightning down out of the sky and incinerate them? Jesus turned to them, Of course not. And they traveled on to another village. On uh, and uh, okay, of course not. Uh, it says, uh, I think the other translation says, And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them just like Elijah did? That's where I read in Second uh, Kings uh, chapter 1 earlier. But he turned out and rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. And they went to another village. Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, uh, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Uh, then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow you, but let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, No one, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back his feet for the kingdom of God. I think it from verse 16 in the message says, Jesus said, No procrastination, no backward looks. You can't put God's kingdom off till tomorrow. Seize the day. So I tell you today, seize the day. So um, it's a long read, but uh, remember our slogan or uh, yeah, byword is we're seeding the nations with God's word and God is transforming lives through the timeless truth in his word. So I'd rather read the Bible to you than say a thousand words because it's the word that's going to make all the difference in your life. So perfect series is Gird this with all you have got, or else the circle continues. All right, so what are you guiding? And it comes from Proverbs chapter 4, verse uh, 23. It says, Guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it proceed the issues of life. And uh, in Matthew chapter, uh, uh, Matthew chapter 7, uh, verse 14, thereabout, uh, Jesus talked about, uh, by their fruits you shall know them. And then in First Peter 3, 4, we hear uh, Peter uh, talking about the need to, First um, uh, Peter chapter 3, uh, verse 3 to 4 says, Your adornment must not be merely external with interweaving and elaborate knotting of the air, 
and wearing gold jewelry or being superficially preoccupied with dressing in expensive clothes. But let it be the inner beauty of the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit, one that is calm and self-controlled, not over-anxious, but serene and spiritually mature, which is very precious in the sight of God. Praise the Lord, uh, somebody. Yeah, so it's what are you guiding? What are you guarding with all your heart? It's your thoughts, your thought life. Your thought is you. Okay, so that is the first thing. That's why it says, uh, uh, it says that uh, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So your thought is linked to who you are. Okay, and so you guard your thoughts and you guard your life. And let's break down the thought um, uh, process. But before I do that, I just want to tell a story. Um, in the course of uh, the last 40 day fast that we, that we did, one of the prayer points that I took to the Lord was I wanted to hear Him uh, uh, real time. I wanted to hear Him real time. I didn't want to go to bed, dream, and then come back out. And that was the continuous theme that went on, prayer item that went on uh, throughout the period. And I'm glad to say God answered me. And in what pattern, in what pattern is He using to communicate? He communicates through my thought. So I might sit down now and the thought of somebody comes to mind and just says, call the person. I might be hesitant uh, sometimes, but I just take up the phone and call and voila, something is wrong somewhere. This person needs intervention. This person needs to be prayed for. And I began to engage the Holy Spirit and I closed my eyes. And then the Holy Spirit, for instance, we were praying for somebody who uh, we had prayed over and over again, uh, had to be with a demonic case. We couldn't get, uh, we couldn't push through. Uh, there would be a deliverance and then it would return. There would be a deliverance and then it returned. And one day I sat down, dear Holy Spirit, we want to get to the root cause of what is really happening. So I closed my eyes and through my thought and imagination, the Lord began to show me the picture by the seaside, the seaside. And I saw white clothes there um, with blood in it. And then I, 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 and I asked, what was this? And I was told this was the, uh, the you know, when people, women give birth, there's all those uh, components that, um, that goes with it. Those, um, uh, what do they call it, man? Yeah, things that come from uh, the womb uh, when people are delivered. Uh, that comes with the oblique cords and all of that. So, and, and uh, the Spirit took me through my thought again. I went uh, uh, just entering uh, just by the seaside and said, what do I do? And I, it was thought to thought. He says, oh, go ahead, go into the water. So I went into the water and immediately I was in a, in a, in a, in a I was just watching and then there was this uh, circle, uh, the circle, uh, people were seated, an old man carrying that white cloth that I was hearing inside the, the sea, inside the water. And there were other people sat around that table. And I asked the Holy Spirit, what was this? He said, this was uh, a dedication. This was, uh, 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 how to call it, so dedicating the child's uh, uh, component to uh, demonic entities. It was a marine spirit. And I asked the Holy Spirit, how do we deal with this? He said, severe the oblique cord, uh, the spiritual oblique cord from what is happening here. 
And that's where we began to pray actively. And when we began to pray, there was a serious reaction uh, that took place um, uh, in, in that process. So how did he communicate in real time? I wasn't sleeping. This was happening in real time. My eyes were closed and God was uh, revealing this uh, to me. I, I have no time to go into detail to give you more details as to how this happened. And over and over again, we'll be praying for somebody and it comes to the thought. Now, I want to say something here. Uh, there's the inner, inner person. I read First Peter 3, uh, uh, verse 3 to 4. The inner uh, in the hidden man of the heart, the hidden man of the heart is not your thought. Your thought has two components, not the 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 conscious thought. So your thought has two parts. There's the conscious and the subconscious. The subconscious is the hidden man of the heart. The subconscious speaks everything from the time you were in your mother's womb. All of those information are recorded in the subconscious that is a hidden man of the man of the heart that is the spirit of man and those information um, as you as you uh, begin to think on the conscious level uh, when i say conscious level uh, that is when you go to bed you forget your thinking so uh, the subconscious kicks in so when you go to bed you don't think <laughs> you are sleeping so whatever you're dreaming that's the subconscious and so when you meditate over certain things over and over again either evil or good um, those becomes get lodged into the subconscious okay get lodged, lodged in because it becomes a stronghold all right and so there are pockets of memories that are things that have happened that are in there that are holding people bound so you get up and do affirmations and all kinds of things and then you find that you're still doing the same thing because over and over again you've taking a path that was that was not right a thought process that was not right and that thought process has led to emotions and those emotions have led to actions and so jesus talks about that the fact that by their fruits you shall know them what it means is that his and um, and uh, uh, solomon the wisest man says as a man thinks in his heart so is he it's one and the same thing that your thoughts move to emotion as you meditate on certain things over and over again it takes it takes it takes a life of its own an emotion and then that emotion goes into action you see where you are arrested is at the thought process so that's why i say guard your heart with all diligence so filter what comes to you filter what you watch still filter what you listen to because those are gateways into the heart into your thought process into who you are because what you see you become as you meditate on it over and over again okay and so that and when it goes into the subconscious you have you've lost control the only way you can break it is to begin to do the opposite of what or say the opposite of what you've always said about yourself for the next 21 days and then that becomes a presence around you okay so you could actually tell uh, people who have said certain things over and over again just by discerning the presence of that thought because the thought is you yeah, if somebody comes and tells you oh I love you and this person doesn't love you you can really discern the thought around that person uh, that is the spirit that uh, around that person and spirit essentially is the invisible realm okay so I, I needed to talk about this because these are things that we don't teach about in, 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 in the church why, why is it that people have strongholds in their lives so whatever we've had in life whatever hatred we've said whatever hatred we display whatever words that we said that are negative they are all stored in there whatever experiences as a child uh, that we've gone through whatever 
words our parents said or thought about whilst we were in, in our mother's womb are all stored in the subconscious. So it's important to rely, rely on the Holy Spirit to guard our prayers so that when we are dealing with, when we're praying, we're hitting the nail on the head because you could pray general prayers and you could pray specific prayers. In the realm of the Spirit, you have to be specific and precise as specific and precise can be. You have to be precise okay to the detail for instance when i talked about the story of elijah and, and the angel uh, when the, the first group of people came um i, I wouldn't want to talk about a a, 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 a hazier who stand, stood up one day and decided to go to balzabal he didn't just get up and decide to go to uh consult um uh, a foreign god he, that started by thought uh, and sometimes when we go to crisis the first thought that com comes to us is oh am i going to survive this that is from the pit of hell you waste that thought immediately and that's the point to get soaked in the word because what you see you begin to think about and what you think about becomes a presence and so by your stripes by stripes you are healed it's a word but as you meditate on that it becomes a presence around you and then at that presence begins to bring healing and deliverance and restoration to you. Okay, so he made a decision to uh, go and consult with the foreign gods. And that brought to his end. That brought uh, uh, to his uh, the end of his reign and in the end of his life. We saw that story. And then we see where uh, the angel was ordering Elijah's instruction. Okay, go with them when the first group of 50 came, the second group were burnt down, the third one came in humility and uh, the, the, the angel told uh, Elijah to go ahead. And that's another thing that whatever action, whatever steps that we take, the people we want to get married to, <laughs> we need to pray about them. We take 21 days and begin to ask God, who is this person? Don't just pray once and forget about it. Because if you get into that marriage and trouble starts, it takes you a whole lifetime and that could sabotage your life. And so it's important, even in business relationship or ministry relationship, we need to take time to pray to the Lord. And as we're praying, the Spirit will begin to minister to us. You see, God, it's, it's, we, we need to uh, seek, search God. We need to go after him. As a, uh, David talks about the fact that as a, as a deer pants after the water broke, so uh, water broke, so my heart pants uh, for you. Our heart needs to pant towards God for whatever thing we want to do. We shouldn't jump into things. We shouldn't be giving uh, somebody get up and say your mission field is X Y Z. They've not prayed about it. They've not taken time. Or somebody says I want to be in business partnership with you. We've not taken time to pray. We take one week and then that's it. We've not taken time to forgo food because when we forgo food, our attention and we say we're fasting, our attention, our thoughts is more focused on the things of God than on the fleshy things. But if we need to eat, you're thinking of what to eat, that's already distracting you. All right. So um, these are some of the thoughts that, and then we see here where uh, Jesus was going to uh, Jerusalem. Uh, uh, with the, the disciples and decided to go to Samaria and uh, one of the disciples uh, I think James also, or John thereabout called uh, Jesus and uh, because they rejected them said let's call fire down from heaven and Jesus said you are not that kind of a spirit so we see two two people here we see Elijah and we see Jesus I know some people are running ministry today 
and they are proclaiming death and brimstone on their enemies but it's perfection when you go into the realm of perfection you love your enemies and how you know that love is perfect is not love that people do things for you and do things for them but you reach out to people who have even treated you badly that is love and jesus talked about that in matthew chapter 5 verse 48 when he was talking about be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect he's allowing the rain to fall on the wicked and on the righteous he's dragging even judgment <laughs> to the final day you know so god's god god is god is god is we we need to reflect him and uh, perfection in love it doesn't just come on the surface and he says no you are not of that spirit you know somebody doesn't allow you into a hotel room and you say look fire on that person some people are even killing their enemy because they're looking for a car some people are praying god to kill their enemy because they needed mansion some people are bringing fire on their on their enemy and all of that uh, but this is not the point the point i'm trying to say is that it starts from a thought process Obviously, they had read about Elijah, that Elijah was calling fire, and then now they are repeating and re-referencing that Elijah said. And so we need to guard our heart, and we need to be led by the Spirit. Even in the Old Testament, we see that the angel was leading uh, uh, Elijah to either go and meet the king or not. The angel was the one that gave instruction to Elijah to proclaim what he proclaimed, and then it was the same angel that gave him that instruction to uh, proceed the way um, uh, to go with them or not to go with them or call fire down or not call fire down and obviously it was also the angel that also instructed that the fire comes down and you know so um, that's just that so our thought has to be uh, guarded with everything we've got we need to protect it once we realize that our thought is out uh, is completely out of line from scripture the way Jesus is what would Jesus do once our thought life is completely out of what we Jesus do then we block it out because if we meditate on it there is a likelihood that we develop emotion that will correspond to that wicked thought that we have and then there will be once we get into the emotional level action will follow you arrest it at the thought level okay so guard your heart with all diligence because your fruits the things you do is a product of your thoughts and the emotions that came out at the result of the thought and you are also led by the spirit of god through your thoughts uh you, you your thought is you all right so you whatever the spirit is going to be communicating to you is going to be interpreted on the tablet of your mind you know so the spirit projects that taught to your mind and then that communication uh, goes on so you want to filter that channel and the gates into your thought life is your eyes your ears the touch and all of that so we need to guard a lot of things the things we see the things we we hear uh, from uh, the physical realm and so I think that's the end of this that what are you guarding perfect uh, the, the perfection series is perfect thoughts all right so today's perfect thoughts guard it with all that you've got for your thought to be perfect and make sure it is in line with the counsel of god and the purpose of god and it could be even your thoughts could be the right thing but it has to be what god wants it to be you could have two three guys that are waiting wanting to marry you and all of them are christians all of them are good nice good attitude but the spirit is saying the one this one is the one and this one is the one you should go with them probably this one doesn't have a very good job but this is the one that you should marry and you look at the one with lots of money say christian so let me run those thoughts are okay but 
They have to be led by the Spirit. It says, as many that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So three people come up, go to the Lord, take 21 days, fast and pray. It's, it's what happens in that marriage can lead you to hell. So it's important to be serious about things, even in business relationships and investment decisions and all of that. All right. So uh, that's the end. And may the Lord bless you. And I hope and pray that you've benefited something that you can use uh, this weekend and uh, also into, into real life. So just take inventory of your thoughts. What do we think about all the time? It's possible. That's why you are taking those decisions or decisions are running amok. Uh, a circle of failures that's going on because it's lodged in the subconscious mind. And the subconscious has to be deprogrammed. That's why God told Joshua, this book of the law shall not, in Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. For you shall meditate on it day and night. For so you make your way prosperous and have good success. Not circle of failures, but good success. Alright, so when you meditate, how you deprogram the subconscious is in meditation. And meditation is taking the word and applying it to real life situation. Putting yourself into the word. Don't say somebody. It says, uh, uh, it, says, uh, uh, it says, guard your heart. I guide my heart with all diligence. It's Proverbs 4, 23. It says, as a man thinks, so it is. I want to, my thoughts should reflect who I am, not who I am not. So whatever thoughts I have now that does not reflect me, I should waste it out. If there are three mission fields that God has given to you, or the God has given, there's a three mission field decision you have to make. You have to pray to find out, is it the first one, the second one, or the third one? Going to mission field is good, but you have to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit to know which one to go to. Which one has he gone ahead of you? And it takes prayer. And the projection comes back to your thought. And so you don't just get up and say, because it's okay to go and preach, you run out. Or you just uh, local evangelism. Uh, you have to define, map out of this area and this area. Dear Holy Spirit, which, where have you prepared the hearts of the people for me to go? Uh, which is my mission field? Your mission field could be your office. Okay, your mission field could be your family, your mission field could be uh, anywhere around you. And so, Father, I just want to thank you uh, for uh, this perfection series and, and perfect uh, thoughts um, how to break circles of failures and the need to guard our heart. I pray that this word has been a blessing uh, to these people and even to myself. I ask that, Lord, you would. You would use it to transform us into the image and likeness of your son so that our thought life will be uh, something we guard with all that we got because that's the most important real estate that everyone is targeting the devil is targeting the world is targeting everything is targeting it oh lord we ask that you help us to be the people that you called us to be as we filter through our thought life and take actions and emotions that are corresponding to the reading of the spirit in the mighty name of jesus christ thank you them from the fairy dart of the evil one i ask that your presence will go before them and make the crooked path straight i declare that mountains begin to dismantle right now by the authority in the name of jesus christ concerning their life i declare that valleys be raised in the name of jesus i declare that the crooked path be made straight towards the purpose and the destiny for which you've destined for them and for us that will not be in error that will be in the center of your will and your purpose for our lives in these times and seasons 
in the mighty name of Jesus. I speak to those who are sick even right now. I speak to you sickness. Whatever your name is, I'm not bothered. But I speak to you now. You sickness, you have no place in that body. And I command you, I bind you, and I command you out of that body because you're a foreign agent. You are not to be there. So hear the word of the Lord. Obey and get out now in the name of Jesus. And I lose health and healing from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. I declare that this word has gone out. It shall not return void. It is coming back with a testament that the word has gone out in the name of Jesus. As I've said this, using the authority in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Shalom. This is Ambassador Aurel Joe Monday Ogwe God's Eagle Ministry, where we are seeding the nations with God's word. And God is transforming lives through the timeless truth in his word. This uh, session is 40 minutes. Take care and God bless you. Bye-bye. Happy weekend.